0: Hey y'all, we are on the big microphone or using the big microphone today because my boyfriend is at work and I'm still working remotely and I'm using it because I just want to feel fancy (laughs) instead of using my phone this time. Uh, So I hope the audio sounds good. To me, when I play it back, it sounds great. As long as I'm looking dead at it, right? Um, Which is a little awkward, but you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, This week is part two of our... Energy basics, I guess, series. Last week we talked about grounding and some basic grounding techniques, mentally and spiritually. And this week we're going to talk about basic protections. Um, And I say basic not because these things are less important, but because these are the things you should always have in your arsenal, whether you are a practitioner of witchcraft or some kind of spiritual belief system. Or you're just, you know, everyday living life. There are some things that you need to keep in your in your arsenal, and I also say that because there's never going to be a day where you where we learn it all. Um, I am right now going through and relearning and rediscovering the basics of a practice that I began a whole teenager ago, a whole <laughs> thirteen years ago, and so for some people this might seem like foundational principles, and, you know, that's okay. Um, I thought the same, too. For a while, I felt a little, like, dang, like, I, I should know all this, right? And the thing is, I, I do know it, but do I practice it, you know? Do I remind myself every day, like, hey, this is important. You should probably pay attention to this. And the answer is no, which I told y'all last, last week, and I probably shouldn't have because I don't think that was the smartest move. But your girl is on the up and up this week, right? Uh, it's funny how the universe does that, the great Spirit God, whatever you wanna call it. I had this whole thing mapped out beautifully, you know, there was nice transitions from episode to episode, and I was recording last week, <laughs> and I realized, oh, we had twenty minutes already. Dawn, I guess I gotta I guess I gotta cut this one short and make this another episode, y'all, last week, I wasn't about protecting shit I was. Just trying to figure out how to stay anchored and keep myself afloat, right? I was trying to figure out how to stay grounded. And that's what the Great Spirit guided me through last week. And it knew <laughs> it knew this week. All right, you got your grounding down. You understand you got it through your thick head that it's important to stay grounded. All right, but we're gonna we're gonna move on. You know, you're gonna use this next 20 minutes for next week to to, to show people why it's important. To be protected, at least at the basic level, right? And that's what this week was all about. I didn't even intend it. Maybe I manifested it subconsciously. Maybe that's part of it. Or maybe it was in the plan all along. I'm a firm believer that, you know, some things are, are, are predetermined. Some things are mapped out the way they're going to fall, whether you like it or not, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. But... To start this week's episode, before we can get into how to protect ourselves, we gotta know, all right, obviously every day we need some kind of protection. You know, you're not gonna walk out butt ass naked, you're gonna have clothes on. Why? One, because you'll probably get arrested um, if you don't. But also two, it's a it's a layer of protection over our bodies, so we're not as vulnerable as we would be if we just went out in our birthday suit, right? And so there's this knowledge that, yeah, sure, we're all supposed to stay protected at some level. But we don't always listen, unlike everyday life where we do go outside and wear clothes, right? (laughs) Um, But there are some some things that manifest, um, whether it's a spiritual need for protection or a mental and emotional need for protection a lack of those things will manifest physically as as sickness. And y'all, before anybody, you know, gets into tizzy, I am not a medical or healthcare professional. If there's something wrong with you, something going on physically or mentally, please consult your physician. Um, Rule out any scientific explanations first. That's just me as a modern person, you know, that's how I roll. If I got something going on, you know, physically, I'm a I'ma call up the doctor and I'm be like, listen, this is what's going on. How can we fix it? If it's something mental, I'm a I'm gonna call up my therapist now that I got one. And <laughs> be like, hey, this is going on. But I'm gonna supplement those things with spiritual practices, with with fasting if I need to fast or or praying if I need to pray or adjusting myself spiritually to help aid that that physical or that mental healing, right? With all of that disclaiming being said, there are some physical manifestations of knowing when you're lacking either or emotional and social boundaries or spiritual boundaries. And a lot of times they, they appear the same. Um, usually you will find yourself, if you're prone to anxiety, uh, if you have anxiety or you're prone to panic attacks, you're going to have having them bitches. You're going to be having panic attacks like every other day, if you're anything like me, that was my issue last week, in weeks leading up to last week before I started, you know, hyping myself up about actually, you know, releasing the audio tracks that with, uh with, for the podcast and things like that, and with all the stuff going on in the world and stuff I had going on in myself, like I was having panic attacks every other day, sometimes twice a day, and it was exhausting, exhausting. But even in times where it wasn't as severe, there were physical manifestations of. Me not protecting myself like I should have. It was in these nights where I would toss and I would turn, and I I do not have insomnia. Um, usually I sleep like a rock when things is going well. I sleep like a rock. You know I still wake up early and I go to bed early, but I sleep and I sleep hard. But I would I wouldn't sleep through the night. I'd always wake up somewhere between like one and four o'clock, on and off tossing and turning, or either I would wake up hella early. Like I would sleep fine and then wake up at like two o'clock in the morning and just stay awake, knowing I got to get up in a couple of hours. I would be so fatigued, just, just tired. And for no reason, like, it would just be, I would just be tired. I would be sad. Sometimes I'll be cranky or irritable or, you know, just all around just ill. And it was because I one wasn't setting enough boundaries for myself socially. If you're anything like me, you're one of those people that no matter what's going on in their life, or what's going on in our, in our lives, we're gonna be there for the people around us. We're gonna be there to let somebody unload on us you know emotionally. You know, maybe they got a lot going on. We want to help take care of some of that burden because we care about them. You know, we don't want to see our people hurting. But as as great as that is and as wonderful it is to have people like that in the world, there's a reason there's a reason why there's a saying that you can't serve from an empty vessel. And there are probably other sayings out there, but that's probably the truest. You can't you gotta prioritize yourself, man. Like you you gotta you got to take care of, of you, but we get the point, right? And as a person who does tend to do that, who does tend to try and take whatever hurt or pain the people around me are going through and, and take a little bit of it off for them if I can, you know, whether I intend to or not, unconsciously, I internalize a lot of that energy and it's it's draining. It's Y'all, come on. I know somebody hear me. <laughs> It's draining, and it it's not sustainable. And so last week was about grounding it out, grounding out that energy, that excess, something that we done we done absorbed or like siphoned off of the people around us, off of this stuff going on in the United States and around the world, and just the energy that's out there, the chaos, and absorbing it, and channeling it out, you know, because some of us can't don't know how to how to stop absorbing it. Um, maybe that's an episode for another another week, right? Um, but this week is about protecting it. Protecting our, our energy and knowing when, all right, enough is enough, you know? So burnout, fatigue, insomnia, lethargy, listlessness, irritability. Y'all, I get cranky, 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 cranky. I am a full-blown toddler when my energy is just zapped and i just i just can't i can't no more you know what i'm saying i just get so ill poor thomas that's my that's my uh my boyfriend he just whew, y'all pray for him because <laughs> i'm a lot uh, but this week even without like my intention was to study up on protections my intention was to you know flip through all of my books read all the articles Listen to all the, you know, quote unquote, thought leaders in the area and and all this other stuff. Um, but y'all, the great spirit was like, no, like you can't you can't get up here on this podcast and tell folks about stuff that you ain't going through yourself. Right. So this week I had to <laughs> I had to learn how to protect myself. First, emotionally. And socially, I had to ask myself, OK who is making me uncomfortable? First, first and foremost, who is making me uncomfortable right now? And then what's making me uncomfortable? What topics do I just not have the capacity for right now? What conversations can't I have right now? Or do I not want to have right now? Right? That's the first step. The first two steps. The third step is saying, okay, what about this person is draining me? What about this conversation is draining me and identifying those as painful as it is. And the thing is, you don't have to tell anybody else what those reasons are. Get a journal or if you don't like to write get your phone and type that shit out on a notepad or memo or Google keep or whatever, whatever note taking app or device or medium you use and write it out. You know, don't let it sit inside your head. Cause if you anything like me, Letting it sit up inside your head is going to make it worse, right? Don't let it sit. Get it out. Get it out somewhere, somehow, some kind of way, and think about it. You know, for me this week, I had to realize that some of the things that were making me uncomfortable wasn't even necessarily because of that specific person. It was more about all the other times in the past where I got confronted with the same thing. If you're a person who likes to help other people, or you like to take on, or not like to, but you find yourself playing this nurturing or healing or mothering role for someone, it's only natural to want that same energy reciprocated, right? And when someone doesn't reciprocate it, especially when there's a lot of stuff going on, in addition to that, it can be very hurtful. And you can be like, wow, like, what is it what is it about this person or what is it about me? Stop. I'ma stop you right there. Think back. I can almost guarantee you, you can look back if you don't do what your brain will for you. Will look back over the course of over the course of the last couple of years or your lifetime and point out all these other times where as much as you help other people, when you reached out, it'll point out those moments. Where that energy wasn't reciprocated, or worse, where that energy, where were you asking for help? Because I know a lot of us don't like to ask for help out here, but we got to. That's a lesson I had to learn the hard way, y'all. When we asked for help, we were either invalidated, or worse, patronized for feeling the way that we did, or thinking the way that we did, or experiencing what we were experiencing the way we experienced it. Right. And it probably hurt, you know? And I'm going to go ahead and apologize in case this is bringing up a lot of memories for people. Sometimes this can be associated with trauma. And I wish you and I send you all the most, the the brightest, most healing light. If that's what you're experiencing right now. Because I know it's not easy. Growth is not easy, you know? Um, but... It's a contributing factor for those feelings in ourselves where we find our energy just zapped and taken and and gone. We don't know where it went. We can't figure out why we feel the way we feel, why we're so burnt out, why we're so tired, why our bodies feel like it's filled with lead, like we're weighted down by these heavy rocks, right, or why we're angry and listless and restless and we find ourselves Scattered and our thoughts and energy scattered, right? First of all, find some way to ground. <laughs> Second, let's figure out some way to fix it. Let's figure out some way to, to create these, these protective boundaries. Let's figure out a way to protect ourselves. And we already talked about one way to do it is confronting, when you're ready, confronting head on, Those instances in the past that make what's happening now painful for you or uncomfortable for you or draining for you or the people, even if it's not something in the past and something that's happening now, pay attention to how your energy feels around certain people or when you leave certain people. Pay attention to that. Figure out why, you know. Again, you don't have to share these thoughts with anyone. You're not obligated to anyone to do that. This is more for yourself. If you feel obligated to, you know, put some distance between you and -and so-and-so, that's okay, too. You know, it's completely your prerogative. But while we're doing this work for our emotional states and for our mental states, what else can we do? Well, there are all those self-care things, (laughs) like, you know, Making time for yourself, mindfulness, eating right, getting some kind of exercise or whatever. But spiritually, what can we do? You know, the first thing you can ask my friends. And if y'all listen to this, (laughs) y'all, the first thing you got to do is learn how to shield. And I'm going to be the first person to admit I am the pot calling the kettle black with this situation because. My friends, two of my best friends in the world are empaths and they also work in fields that deal with heavily with other people. and I always tell them I'm like y'all, y'all got a shield. you can't keep internalizing these other folks' energy. you can't keep bringing that bringing that into your spirit. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile I'm over here doing the exact same thing. y'all listen. My pride. <laughs> uh, I didn't learn to take a couple hits to my pride in the name of honesty. As long as somebody out there can, you know, maybe avoid the mistakes that I, I be making. But this week, I just the first step I did this week to protecting myself emotionally, uh, mentally, and spiritually. First thing I did was evaluate what was what was making me uncomfortable. So I, as as much as I'm I'm for you know social media and it's it being a platform for you know raising awareness and doing all this other stuff it was just a lot and it was causing me a lot of pain so I had to unplug you know I had to limit myself instead of scrolling for who knows how long I gave myself 10 to 15 minutes in the morning I may check in once or twice in the afternoon you know I asked myself About certain situations that have happened this week or the past couple of weeks. Why did it affect me this way? Why did it hurt this way? Was it because of this person? Was it because of my relationship with this person or what this person said? Or was it because of things that have happened in the past that didn't have anything to do with this person? And then I said, okay, now that I'm understanding how to acknowledge, how to identify and acknowledge those parts of what's going on, how can I protect myself spiritually? And I sat down for probably one of, one of the first times in the last couple of years and created a shield around myself. And what I'm the technique I'm about to, to kind of give a brief overview about, which I'll, I'll post more links to on the resources tab of the website at backportspiritual.com, um, again, on the sidebar on the left-hand side, probably under the resources tab is uh, a technique uh, a detailed technique and more techniques for shielding but the most basic version of the shield that you can do is to first sit down like we always do we always start any work with either a sitting or a comfortable some kind of grounded centered position you know releasing some of the tension in our bodies and you can close your eyes that's what helps me um sometimes I soften my gaze which is basically just relaxing you know from your shoulders up letting your eyes sort of drift close not all the way you know you're more aware I guess of your eyelashes if you want kind of a visual for what's going on right now um and it's just a softened gaze think of it like right before like say you tired and you like slumped on the couch like right before your head hit, starts nodding you start doing the little bob thing like where your eyes is at that's how you want to soften your gaze <laughs> um and so with your gaze softened you want to imagine a a bright light it can be whatever color you want people usually tend to go for like a white light or a golden light um or i think mother of pearl is the la- is one of the colors that i've brought up in the past for me i like to do a nice little gold color a nice little pastel yellow <laughs> and for me i envision it encapsulating my entire body and kind of like an egg. So I, it's me either sitting or standing. I like to imagine that while this is impenetrable, it's pliable. So whether I'm sitting or standing, just because I'm a very visual person, surrounding my body in this, this egg, this protective shell around my entire body. And then what I like to do is continue to build layers and build layers until It's like a foot thick of this, just nothing but protective layer of, of this nice, beautiful, bright pastel or golden yellow. And I like to watch it transform from just this, this buzz of energy and this, 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 these particles swimming around my body in this, this oval or egg shape into something hard and concrete, like... Well, like concrete, <laughs> like a wall in an egg shape um, around my body that I can manipulate easily. It takes a lot of practice to deal. And if there's an entity around you or a person around you that's particularly um, strong at siphoning energy off of you, whether they know it or not, um, you may need to pay more attention to it. Put more, imp- like put more more emphasis and more energy into it. If you're not a person who can afford to pull that kind of energy or has a hard time visualizing, there are other things that you can do. Um, When I visualized the shield around myself, I immediately felt a little safer. Not perfectly safe, but more like a not alone. I felt that cocoon of energy from the divine, from the great spirit constantly around me. But it's also not something that I I know for myself right now that I can keep in my head at all times. So I add other layers of spiritual protection on it. Even if you're not into witchcraft and you're just kind of exploring, I guess, new age or new thought, this like new era of spirituality that relies on uh, smoke cleansing, aka smudging, um, or palo santo, or crystals and things like that but not from a witchy quote-unquote uh standpoint invest in some black stones um black has this connotation or this this idea around the color black that it it absorbs it's a protective color so anything like onyx or black tourmaline or obsidian those kinds of things are they're grounding stones they promote you know, grounding and control and protection. But also, while that's that's pretty commonplace to have black stones, I have I personally have a bracelet made of um, black onyx, and it's helped me again, whether it's a psychological placebo thing or if it's a psychological and spiritual thing, as soon as I put the bracelet on with the intention that okay, this is gonna give me a reminder to stay grounded to when I'm when I'm starting to feel jittery, remind myself, listen, I have this spiritual shield around me that's imbued with the energy of the divine spirit, the great spirit. I have these roots that I've created and connected myself to Mother Earth with. I have this innate connection to something divine and powerful within me. I'm I'm good, I'm protected, I'm grounded, I'm 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 good, I'm powered, right? And the bracelet helps me remind remind me of that um you can get now because you know everything's a little bit more mainstream you can get bracelets you can get rings necklaces um i I think you can probably pretty much get a stone in anything you can think of you can get worry stones to carry in your pocket you can get pyramids to help focus your energy um and we'll go into another episode about crystals and the shapes of crystals and their meanings and their their Properties and all that stuff in a different episode. But those are just two of the spiritual things you can do shielding, finding protective stones. I personally am a fan of using sigils or symbols. Um, Symbols being things like the pentacle, which is a five pointed upright star, um, or a cross in Christianity or Judeo Christian religions is a symbol of protection, right? It's a symbol of spiritual power, of representation. Of Jesus Christ, Um, and the pinnacle is a symbol for me. This, this is there. Is many different interpretations of the symbol, as there are people who practice witchcraft. But for me, it's a symbol of the divine connectedness of everything. Um, The five points being the five elements. You know, the circle being a reminder that it's all connected. Uh, A stone, or I mean, a symbol of protection. Those being symbols, sigils being. Personal symbols that we create or that people, you know, that we find online that we imbue with a specific power. My favorite method of sigil creation is to write out my mantra or my affirmation. Remember, you want to use present tense. So I am this thing. I am protected. I am strong. I am surrounded by the power of my ancestors. Things like that. Positive I am statements. You want to avoid saying I am not in danger. Um, because saying I am not in danger is still focusing on the danger aspect. If you say I am safe, it's focusing on safety. And again, this it plays into psychology, which we'll get into in another episode, but it's also about being intentional about your message, being intentional about what you want and what you want to manifest. So creating those I am statements, write it down on a piece of paper. I am protected. And then this method of sigil creation is you take out all of the vowels and you're left with the consonants. This sounds, <laughs> sounds a little complicated. And again, I'll, I'll link an article or something on the resources tab of the website, backportspiritual.com. Um, so you'll, you'll write out your mantra, your affirmation, you'll take out all the vowels, and all you'll have left is the consonants. And then you look at your consonants and take out anything that repeats. So if you have a bunch of L's, Take out everything but one, and you're left with this a string of consonants that are they're they're reducing this long sentence down to something a little bit more manageable. And you take those consonants and you create some kind of sigil, some kind of just nice little design. You're focusing mainly on the practicality of it, the ease of it. And then when you're done and you're more, I guess, practiced about creating these sigils, then you can add some embellishments. You can add some swirls, some You know some you know other things or whatever and once you have your sigil created again you you can also find sigils online Um, i may spend some time this afternoon after this this goes live uh curating a bunch of sigils online um on a pinterest board which i'll link uh, on the website as well and possibly on uh our instagram page but when you have your sigil whether you've borrowed it or whether you created it yourself, think about how you want to activate it. So for me, um, one way I really like to activate things. If it's like in a pinch and I need something now, quick, fast, in a hurry, I write it on my body. No, <laughs> I write it on my body in a color I associate with whatever it is. So this isn't about protection, but um, back in undergrad, I was studying for finals. It was, it was 3 a.m. I was like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I just want to go home. I don't give a damn if I if I pass this final or not. I'm just over it. But I was like, no, Michelle, you got to pass this class because you got to maintain your GPA so you can keep, you know, hope. And so you just don't like be a disappointment to everybody. Oh my God. I was just so dramatic. But I created this sigil and I wrote it on my body in blue ink because blue for me in that moment was about, you know, first it was about calm. And then it was about being adaptable and like not worrying so much about the things i didn't get like a river doesn't worry about the rock that's in its way it just goes around it that's what i wanted to be like and so i wrote it in blue ink on my body and i y'all immediately just like boom jolt of energy i was going uh, i powered through the rest of that morning i went to class i did my final i did the next final after that and i walked in the door and I walked in my room, put my backpack and all my shit down, and your sis was out. She was, she was gone. She took a mean ass nap, and that was it. So I don't recommend putting it on your body unless it's something like it's an emergency or, or it's something that isn't quite as aggressive. Um, but there are other ways to do that. You can you can burn them into ash and grind the ash up and carry it in like a little satchel or something, or you can bury it. Excuse me. You can fold it up and carry it with you. I like to sometimes fold them up and put them in my pillow. If it's something that I know I need to think about and meditate on, maybe need some clarity. Um, a lot of times I ask and seek clarity and get clarity through my dreams. Like a lot of spiritually sensitive people do. Um, whether it be from our ancestors or our spirit guides or the divine, sometimes the dreams are the easiest way to communicate with us. And so sometimes I'll put sigils Um in my pillow, if I'm having a lot of bad dreams, I'll put them in my pillow to keep things out. Um, if you are experiencing intruders in your dreams, maybe keep amethyst at your at your at your pillow or above your headboard. Keeping amethyst on you is a spiritual protecting stone. Um, let's see, sigils, stones, shielding. <laughs> there are so many things you can do. Again, I'm just trying to hit the basics here. Um, You can use actual spells. So er, some herbs have protective qualities. If you're looking for something that's got some punch into it, a good all-purpose herb to use is bay. Um, Bay is good for wishes, but it's also good for power. Um, A lot of things that have like a fiery quality to them are good for action. Um, So you're talking peppers, chilies, anything with some spice or some bite to it. If you don't want to do that, um, think about color association. For me... Red is a color of power. Black is the color of absorption and protection. And so I might burn a, I might etch maybe a sigil into something or that affirmation that I'm protected, I'm safe. And I might burn it down on a candle. I might scribble it onto a candle with like my fingernail or a nail and then burn the candle down safely. Um, Please watch out for it. Do not let it burn unattended um, because that is dangerous. (laughs) I might use some kind of, you know, solution, whether it be like maybe some water and some blessed salt mixed together or water and just sea salt mixed together and draw the symbol on my arm or on my body. If it's something to protect my house, I'm going to draw the symbol, whether it's a cross, a pinnacle, a sigil, the actual affirmation onto the doors, the entryways, windows, closets, all the liminal spaces of your your home. He'll draw it on your car. Um, You can make little Uh, not trinkets you can make little jar spells tiny jar spells to hang up in your car keep in your pocket wear them as necklaces um i'll try to curate some posts about that tumblr is a wonderful if you're not on tumblr it's a wonderful the study blur the study side of tumblr and the witch side of tumblr is filled with like so many crazy creative crazy powerful witches witches of color spiritual practitioners of color, um, just all kinds of crazy, crazy cool stuff. And so I'll try to curate some posts about that or direct, you know, to some, to some, some people that like have some incredible information. There's so much stuff you can do. Those are just the basic things and those are good places to start. If you're curious about what stones mean what what sounds are good for what what colors are good for what what herbs are good for what you can always do a quick google search when it comes to Colors or scents or things like that. There is a historical Correspondence or association with that thing. So frankincense Excuse me frankincense is good for power and protection because it's because of its association with the wise men and Jesus and Probably some other things again I I still also have some learning to do. Um, But when it comes to scents and colors and things like that, even stones, even though there are these historical or like widely accepted associations with them, never take anything so serious that you cripple yourself in the process. If the internet and I'm telling you that Rose Quartz is good for promoting self-love and trust And loving friendships and loving relationships, but you look at rose quartz and it just feels like a rock to you, don't use it. (laughs) If I'm telling you that for me, the color black is about protection and absorption and protection from enemies, but to you, you see it as maybe emptiness or maybe you see it as a candle or a color specifically for maybe shadow work, then don't use it. If red is more of a protective color for you, then use the color red. You can even do this in a small of ways of wearing that color. So if you need a little extra protection, wear whatever color is a protective color for you. Put, you know, the bows in your hair, do your makeup in a special way, wear jewelry in that special color. There are a lot of things like, small things like that that you can do. When in doubt, if none of these things work and you are a spiritual person, who does believe in a higher power, the best thing you could do is to talk to that higher power and let that higher power know, listen, I'm terrified right now for one, for X, Y, Z reason. And I need guidance. Some people out there will direct you to work with X, Y, and Z goddess or X, Y, and Z spirit, X, Y, and Z demon And you don't know that person from that, that being from Adam, that, that being don't know you from Adam, you know, never, I would not advise working with an entity that you don't have a relationship with, or that you haven't at least introduced yourself with. I've done that in the past, and I am working, I'm, I'm human, so I'm not perfect, but I'm working on trying to rebuild my relationship with that deity, but she has come through for me and she has saved my life on several occasions, whether it was me doing it myself or her moving obstacles out of my way um, or moving potentially harmful people and situations and experiences out of my way. Um, so if you have a higher power you believe in, don't be afraid to talk to that higher power. The higher power isn't some, okay, this this might uh, work some folks' nerves. Um the higher power is not some alien like being that's unfamiliar to you. Um, in my experience at least, the great spirit, whether we call it God, we call it goddess, we call it whatever in the third, is part of us. Um, it knows us without us saying it. But sometimes verbalizing it or either just saying it specifically in our head is enough. To be like, okay, you know, this this ain't it. I've been worrying about it for too long. I'm done worrying about it. We got it. We got, we need some protection. We need some kind of something, you know, I need to be covered. <laughs> for me this week, I have done all of these things. Um, in fact, today is a uh, full moon for people who are on the Western hemisphere. Uh, or is it for for everyone? The time zones, y'all, the time zones make my brain hurt a little bit. I know it seems simple, (laughs) but for some people, you know, it's already been the full moon. Some people, it's about to be the full moon. Full moons are good. They're for asking for new beginnings and like releasing, you know, bad habits or releasing, you know, unhealthy situations or whatever um at least according to a lot of the astrology websites I'm not like majorly into astrology I know right Gasp. um but I know I have a a spiritual relationship with the moon I'm not big into astrology but me and her know what's going on (laughs) but I feel like a full moon is also a good time to release whatever one release, whatever, you know, you have going on in your spirit or in your house or your home or in your life, but also to seal off, you know, other people from like bringing that back into your life, at least as much as we can, you know, cause we're still going to have those people that are there to teach us a lesson about something, whether it's just to be, you know, more on top of our own protections, but Today, the full moon. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it or not, but there is a movement online. I think it started on Witch Talk, which is the Witch side of TikTok. Um, but a lot of online covens, online spiritual groups um, from all kinds, it's an interfaith movement or a calling to do working tonight to protect protesters um, around the world, here in the United States, in New Zealand, Australia um, Berlin, Asia, wherever they're protesting in solidarity. There's a working to do tonight. Um, I, if I can find the original post, I will share that on the website, but all of that is basically just to say now is a good day for protections. You have, especially if you're, if you need protection because you are out there or because you're, you're doing, you know, work on the ground or work in the community and you have this other energy, this global energy behind you for this working. But even if you're just doing working for yourself in in your life or in your spirit or for your spiritual practice or for your home or for your loved ones, full moons are a good day to do that. Even if you don't have a full moon, though, if you're a person that maybe isn't as into the aligning your spell work with You know, whatever's happening in the stars, um, and you just need protection when you need it because protection isn't always needed at the best time for the stars to be aligned, you know? Research, look into, well, first, practice shielding, practice confronting those things in your life that make you uncomfortable. And if you can, find ways to get out of those situations, distance yourself, even if it's just temporarily. Cutting someone off doesn't have to be a permanent thing. It can just be until you're, you're able and comfortable enough with yourself and in, in your ability to create healthy boundaries between you and that person. If you can't, for whatever reason, do that. There are other things you can do. You can petition your deities. You can use color magic or candle magic. You can use sigils for protection. Um, if you are in a bad situation, there are, uh, there are resources out there for you. In your area. Um, I, I can't link one for everything, but I can try to compile a list of resources for those things. Um, there are secular and spiritual things you can do for protections, and this is just a little bit of it. I, I'm going over the 20-minute mark that I, I usually try to shoot for by a good chunk of change, so I may do a bonus episode this week about finding out whether or not you are the person who is maybe that psychic vampire, um, which we didn't get to define this time. (laughs) Maybe that person who maybe people need protection from. Um, This is not a, you know, finger waggle type of situation. In the last, in the first bonus episode that we, that I did, um, I mentioned the fact that in my past, I, I was a toxic person. I definitely was siphoning energy from people without even realizing it because I had energy leaks in my own body and my spiritual body and I wasn't protected the way that I was out the way that I should have been and I wasn't as connected to the world and to the earth as I should have been to avoid doing those things and so we'll do a bunch of episodes about that um I hope that you got something out of it um I hope to hear from y'all shout out to um, Andrea, I hope it's okay that I'm shouting you out. Um, <laughs> shout out to Andrea. Shout out to everyone who's listening. Um, and yeah, just keep reaching out. You know, let me know what you want to hear about. Let me know, you know what you practice. You know, I, I'm out here to learn just as much as anyone. Um, like I like I always say, despite having thirteen years on and off of practice, every day I'm learning something new and I'm intentionally going back and relearning that foundational work, um, because there are places where I just haven't been implementing it like I should have. Right. And so I, I think if nothing else, the spiritual, you know, the spiritual, the spiritual side of the internet tends to be a community, you know, us black folks, we, it don't matter who you are, if you were a stranger or not, we always say, Hey girl, you know, Hey, how you doing? What's up? You know, we always we all about creating communities, supportive communities. Um, And so I'm here for y'all. You know, I hope, you know, if I had questions, somebody beat up for me (laughs) and I wish you all the best of luck. Happy full moon. We're into a new month. We're coming up on the solstice. There's just a lot of active, 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 active fiery energy out there. And I love to see it being put to good use. So thanks for listening and see y'all next time. We'll talk to y'all next time. (laughs) Bye.